One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Whisperer joins me once again. We're going to dive into everything round 15. Supercoach, what's doing, mate? Mate, I'm doing it far better than you by the sounds of it. Mate, I am in all sorts. But I must say for you, mate, I, I thought I'd be seeing your face on the side of milk cartons. Where have you been? I uh, got missing, mate. No, off to uh, Sydney, obviously looking after the eyes. It's a continual battle to have. It's uh, nearly as frustrating as my Supercoach season this year. But back on the, back on the train, a couple of weeks off, but uh, we're good to go. Mate, let's dive into a quick round 14 review. How did you score this week? Uh, 1,066. Had a couple of uh, poor scores. Bradman Best with the syndesmosis. Uh, yeah, a couple other guys in the low 40s. Just origin. Looks like 1,100 or so. Was it was a pass score. So not too bad. I know that uh, you were flexing your score on Instagram. You did a little bit better this week. Uh, slightly better. I, I, I got 100 more points, which put me in the top 7% of last week. I actually thought I would have scored a little bit better than that, I just just based on the scores that I saw in all of my comps, but went up uh, 89 spots, so sitting at about 1,300 at the moment, so pretty happy with that. But, mate, I'll tell you, the one thing I'm nervous about is these trades. They're sitting over there just staring at me. I've got 13 left. I'm a little bit nervous about that. How are you going for trades? I think I'm very, very similar uh, with the trades. I'm going to look at... I've got 10 left, so I'm going to bomb the five next week, and then hopefully I've got a, I've got a, an okay run home. I don't, really don't want to touch anything, and you and I will touch on these five trades next week, but I think it's important to clear out a lot of that dead wood and just get the side somewhat set for the run home. Mate, I woke up Tuesday morning and it said I had five trades, and I thought, oh, they fucked this up. So I made my, my shifty five trades thinking maybe they'll change it, maybe I'll get to keep them. But Supercoach, they sorted it all out. I thought I might have got away with it for a second there. I was, uh, I was fuming because I looked at the five, I was like, cool. All right, sweet. We've got five this week. It's a bit of a weird week to have them, so we'll, we'll make them later in the day. And then I saw a lot of my friends made that made five and, and they were in their team. And I looked back and I had two trades, but they still had their five players. And I was like, oh, what, what's going on here? It's a bit shifty. And obviously, as you said, it sorted itself out. Uh, people were reversed. We're back to two. But yeah, I think the five trades next week is going to help and, and confuse a lot of people as well if they, if they don't know how to use them. It was weird, mate. On my on the app on my phone, I had five trades, and on my laptop, I only had two. I, I, I think it sort of depended where you went as well. It was chaos, but we sorted it all out. We're back down to two trades this week. Mate, we're going to dive into some of our buys for this week, and we've got a number on this list. Uh, obviously, round 17 is approaching the second buy round. Uh, only half the teams are playing that week. The first man we got on our list uh, in the CTW is Jesse Ramian. Uh, absolute beast on his day. Is this the guy that you're looking at? 
yeah, looking at Raymond, looking at uh, the man on his inside as well, Sean Johnson. Both those guys, they go hand in hand like chalk and cheese. Both pretty low prices, low break evens. Uh, the Sharks play round 17, which is always a big tick. And uh, I'm looking at round 17 trades more so. Look, as we know, round 13, I went hard. I, I got guys that I, I regret getting. Cody Ramsey uh, is probably the main factor there. Guys that are now plotting in my team. So round 17, we're looking at guys that are going to finish with the run home. And I think Ramian and Johnson are both guys that qualify for that category. Mate, uh, another guy that's become very relevant over the weekend, obviously the injury to Wade Graham. Uh, geez, it was a nasty look, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, look, he's come out and said he, he wants to keep playing footy, but he's just going to have a break. But we saw what Boyd Corder did. He hung up the boots on his own terms. And you'd hate to see Wade Graham sit in a corner when he's 50 rocking back and forth. Mate, I heard that Wade Graham, he was expecting to have about four weeks off. And look, I will be shocked beyond belief if he's back in four weeks. I think this is a huge opportunity for one of our favourites, Sif Italikai. And Supercoach-wise, this could be absolute gold, couldn't it? Mate, I love Sif Italikai more than the next bloke, but probably probably give it a week. We'll see what his rotation's like. Minimum, he's going to play 60. I don't think he'll play 80, uh, but does have a pretty high break even. But if, if, Sif, if Sif Italikai has a great game and scores 80, he's not going to change in price. So I think that's probably the ceiling for what he's going to provide in, in the back row with no tries. But you and I both know, mate, how incredible that base is. And uh, dual position, second row forward, center wing, which is the the biggest tick in my book. Mate, I'll tell you what, he's got any time try score written all over him for the next few weeks for me. Oh, mate, Sifatelikai is going to have plethora of the Whisperers dollars put down on him to score a try. Mate, another CTW that I brought in last week, I put the VC on him as well. He scored very well. Alex Johnson, obviously this South Sydney left edge. Uh, they're humming at the moment. They've got a fantastic draw coming this way. He's obviously a buy, is he? Yeah, that's a premium buy, I think. It's rocks and diamonds with with AJ. Uh, you saw last week when he scored 150 with the, with the three tries, but there's also going to be weeks that you'll score 15. So as long as you're prepared to ride the wave that is AJ, uh, a winger with no basic but can finish the ball, then... Uh, you're in for great standings and just as long as you know the variance that's going to come with it. Mate, another CTW in Supercoach who was really impressive last week, Bailey Simmonson, uh, a guy that I didn't really have that many tickets on, to be honest with you. And the move to fullback, I thought, geez, this is going to be a bit of a flop, but good God, he was impressive, wasn't he? Yeah, someone asked me, they're like, oh, what's, what's Simmonson stealing at fullback? And I was like, oh, it'd be similar to Calabake and, you know, 45, 50 points, but probably did that in one play. I mean, he's 346K at the moment. Uh, I think there's genuine talks about buying him. Would you agree? Oh, for sure, mate. I, he was so impressive to me. He's not a guy that I think I'll end up with, but, geez, it's going to be hard to turn him down. He's going to be a tough watch if he keeps playing the way he did the other night. Mate, uh, another CTW that I know you've been very keen on this year, scored his first try on the weekend, Dominic Young out of the Newcastle Knights. Big bit of gear. Big unit, which is what we love to see on, on the wings. Uh, I've been calling for, for Dominic Young to, to start for basically the entire year. With, with Edric Lee being out and the Knights back line depleted, it seems Adam O'Brien's finally listened to that and started him. For Supercoach standings, I, I really think now isn't the time to chase after a cash cow. I, I don't see the point. Surely people have enough cash on their on their bench to, to free up money to buy a gun. But if you're one of these uh, psychopaths that haven't made a trade all year, then yeah, go for Dominic Young. Uh, with, with KP back as well, it could be anything. Mate, what about the juggernaut up on the Gold Coast? We've been, it feels like we've been waiting half a decade for this guy to arrive. Big Greg Mazu. Uh, love it. Love him to, to play some footy. I think he's a similar boat to uh, Dominic Young. We've obviously got Corey Thompson and the Don waiting in the wings. So that's probably is deterring me away from Greg Mazu. I, I feel like also, mate, uh, I, I don't think Philip Sammy's playing his absolute best football at the moment. I think it gives me hope that this guy could hold his spot. But 
I mean, I, I don't think they'll leave Corey Thompson out of this team. He was just too good back when he was playing. And I don't know, Anthony Don, I mean, there's probably not a stat you could give me where Don is better than Greg, but uh, he's just got something about him. And the Gold Coast, they just trust Don, don't they? I'm, You know, I, I think this kid is just so good, but I can't say I'm confident he holds this spot. No, and that's that's what's deterring me away from him. But he's he's had a fantastic show in the last couple of weeks. But I think just waiting in the wings is is what's is worrying me with with what the Titans have to come. Mate, obviously round seventeen coming up very soon. One team that does play during this time is the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, their main man Tohu Harris is this guy close to a must have? Mister Consistent only scored fifty seven on the weekend. We say only. That's uh, that's the four for Tohu, isn't it? Just just about sixty points, averaging seventy six this year, less than six hundred k. He is a keeper. Uh, I've waited probably too long to get him in my side personally, so it's, it's glad to see that um, he's in my side, which is foreshadowing some trades I've made. Mate, another guy that has been playing unbelievable footy the last two or three weeks is Jared Rhea Hargraves. Now, obviously, Radley, he's got to come back in a few weeks' time. Uh, you've got Takiyaho, who returns this week as well. Jared, he's played 80 minutes the last two weeks, which, you know, we, we spoke off mic before we kicked off. And, I mean, you think back to three months ago, the bloke couldn't get in the starting team. It's unbelievable where he is now. Yeah, I mean, people will, will maybe fall into that trap. Uh, I was looking at him myself, and then we, we break down the depth chart, and we see that, that Radley is to come back. We see that uh, Takiyaho is to come back. So, look, I think you, th- you think you're paying overs for Jared Weir Hargraves, but if he plays 60, I still think he's a viable option. I just want to give him a week when, when they're full strength and see what happens. Obviously, Kiwi International won't play Origin, plays round 17, similar boat to Tohu Harris. I just think for consistency, Tohu gets the tick for me. Mate, I believe it was last week that we were both very keen on Takiyahu. He was, of course, ruled out. We had to trade him back out. Is he still a guy that you're looking at? Yeah, nothing changes there. Uh, still under 400K. Not going to be goal kicking, but I still think if he's playing 55-ish minutes, uh, it's still a fantastic pickup. Mate, it's an interesting week as far as holds go. Tell me about them. I think your holds, it's very subjective in my opinion. I think it's just a lot of these guys that played round 13 but are also keepers so that they've got no use for you for round 17 but they're also going to have a good use for you for the run home so for example myself i'm looking at someone like a matt lodge as a hold uh, i'm looking at someone like a, a ryan madison as a hold just these guys that are averaging sort of mid 60s that aren't necessarily out and out guns but will still serve a purpose in my team running home uh brian toto jerome Luai as well Mate, let's dive into some cells and uh the first name on our list mitch barnett he's he, he's done and dusted for us is he Oh, he's pissing out of my Brian's coffee, mate. I don't know what uh, Barnett has done to to lose so much favor. I mean, how much hype did he start with? I think he was averaging uh, well up over 80 and, and looked to be one of the buyers of the years. Now, it's all gone downhill from there, hasn't it, mate? I, I honestly can't believe how this storyline has played out. And, like, we, we said the exact same thing four weeks ago. I cannot believe how much hold Fitzgibbon has got as soon as he's come back in. It's been unreal. And another one, mate, uh, Connor Watson, is, is he another sell as well? Yeah, mate, I uh, I traded out Connor Watson last week in the halves. If the Knights aren't scoring, he's not scoring. Kalen Pong is back. It's going to take a lot of responsibility out of him. You've made a good profit on Connor Watson. I'd be moving him on. Mate, obviously, uh, a lot of round 13 Deadwood that we're talking about here. Dane Laurie, he's the next man on our list. Uh, uh, you know, he's got the capability to go 100-plus on any given week, but he's also more than capable of going under 20. It's, it's a tough watch with Dane Laurie, isn't it? Five weeks ago, mate, I Dane Laurie is sort of one of my season-long keepers, but it's just sort of tailed off a little bit. Uh, Adam Dewey moving to the centres is sort of, I think, stifled a little bit. They get, they're hitting Adam Dewey more than what they're hitting Laurie at the back. Huge break even this week. Tigers just don't look convincing. I think there's some better options. Uh, Ruben Garrick, uh, AJ, Raymond, as we've touched on for the centre wings coming home. And the Tigers, mate, they've got one hell of a run coming up, don't they? 
pretty uh pretty ideal if you're uh, betting against the Tigers week in week out. It's a it's a horrendous run. Obviously, mate, Charlie Staines, another one, uh, a guy that I haven't had all year, and I must say I'm stoked. It looks like an absolute roller coaster over there. I haven't got much right this year, mate, but I did call Charlie Staines a trap all preseason. It's, it's pretty much nailed on. No base, uh, weak side, just not doing enough. Too inconsistent for me. I'm happy to to shift him on uh, and just cop the loss, put the tail between the legs. Mate, if you're a Bradman Best owner, devastating timing. You've obviously been waiting for KP to return. That's where you'll see Bradman Best uh, collect a lot of points off KP. KP returns this week. Bradman Best uh, out for six to eight weeks. It's a massive loss and a definite sell. Yeah, I wouldn't say de- I mean, Bradman Best is at, at the lowest price he's going to be. He's 375K. I can understand selling him for, for another gun, but if you've got pressing issues elsewhere, I think it's an okay hold. I mean, you, you've lost money on the investment. He's not going to lose your money because he's not playing the Cinder's most. If it's if it's closer to four to six, awesome. If it's closer to eight, then yeah, I'd be looking at selling. It's just one of these things that I think when monitoring, I had other issues. I've got Laurie in my team who has a break even of 157. I've got Barnett who's going to be losing cash. Those two are the priorities to trade out for me. Yeah, it sucks because you've held best for this long. You've held him for the poor scores. You wait until KP comes back and then he uh, he does the Cinder's most. So it's it's struggle street, mate. And of course, mate, obviously with sells, we've got our five trades up our sleeve for next week. And I know that you've spoken about that's a big opportunity to get through, get get rid of a lot of round 13 guys. Tell us about that strategy. I wouldn't be going one for one. So I wouldn't be trading out five guys and bringing in five guys. I'd, just, I'd be trading out five and bringing in two or three and nothing the other two and just bring in the guns to set you up for the run home. I think it's just a waste of trades to be trading out a guy that's 350K and bringing in a guy that's 350K. So... Unless it's someone like a Bally Simonson with, with big upside, I'd just be looking at trading out two of these mid-range plotters. Uh, for example, looking at my side, I'm looking at someone like a Thomas Flegler, uh, a Jake Simpkin. I'm happy to trade both those guys out. There's 600K that we can use to, to invest elsewhere. And obviously, mate, when you're talking nuts, uh, a lot of guys in this competition that should be targets for us. Uh, off the top of our head, I, I know that you're going to do more on this on your podcast, so stay tuned for that. But uh, Jared Anderson from the Canterbury Bulldogs, one of the uh, immortals of Supercoach, just quietly. Yeah, Jared Anderson, Ed and Gebby from the Tigers. I mean, CJ Mundine from the South City Rabbitohs. These are all guys that are just not going to be playing uh, any kind of footy. The Bulldogs have a pretty great run home, a lot of Sunday afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon games, which is going to be great uh, for the VC. For anyone that doesn't know what enough is, enough equals NPR, non-playing reserve. Just these guys that are never going to see the light of day playing first grade. And the bottom dollar price for up a lot of cash that you can use to VC loop uh, and to stop having those AE nightmares. And of course, mate, a lot of people will be targeting Canterbury Bulldogs uh, nuffs, and that is because they play mostly on Sunday. Uh, why is that important? Uh, just because it just stops the, in my opinion, it just stops the sort of confusion with with players coming in and out. We saw how bad it was with uh, with James Tedesco. Uh, we saw that he was named to play and then ruled out last minute. A lot of people to play Joseph Suwali. It just stops all that. Mate, uh, let's have a look at a couple of guys that, um, you know, either are good prospects or poor prospects as far as the run home goes. The first one I'm going to touch on, and I spoke about it on my podcast yesterday as far as a draft target. Now, Reese Walsh, uh, he's got 11 games left this season, assuming he doesn't play round 17. We're hearing rumors he might play State of Origin. If he doesn't, absolute gold to have him in round 17. But out of those I, last... I didn't look at him, mate. You, uh, you've talked me up on Reese Walsh heavily, so... Uh, put that one in, in the guru column because I, I didn't even factor in Reese Walsh or, or the Warriors draw and, and you've, you've brought us a light. 
Well, mate, probably solely because he is in my draft team and he's my one shining fucking hope at the moment. But Reese Walsh, he's got 11 games left. And of those 11 games, he plays top eight teams only on three occasions. And one of them's the Dragons. So he only plays the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. Outside of that, it's all bottom eight teams in the Dragons. I reckon he is a real option moving forward. And later on in the, in the year, mate, like you say he's playing the Panthers. I mean, people should have a team set up where that you could just afford to not play him that week as well. Like they should have enough reserves. Um, for example, I've left I've left uh, Matt Burton and Matt Lodge out of my side. That's even now. So people should be having uh, plenty of options for their reserves. So you can definitely cop the loss on Reese Welsh not playing in those weeks. He's got those tough matchups. Mate, another guy I want to touch on and a guy that a lot of people brought in over the last few weeks, it is Clint Gutherson. Uh, he has scored unbelievably, but his run home from about round 20, I think he's got the Roosters, Manly, South Sydney, uh, the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, it is a really tough run home, especially uh, when it's going to matter. And obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're now talking, you know, late August, early September footy, not really the Paramount Eels bread and butter, is it? Fantastic for you guys like Ryan Madison, Isaiah Papali'i. But for Gutho, if you brought him in for round 13, you knew this, didn't you? You knew that he was going to be a stopgap for five or six weeks. And then, as you said, Reese Walsh came in easy swap or, or another man that um, I'm sure we'll touch on for their run home, Kalen Ponga. They have a fantastic run home as well. So, yeah, work out how you want to get Gutho. He's been a fantastic option for the last couple of weeks. But you're right with that run home they've got. It's absolutely horrendous. So, mate, is Kalen Ponga, is he a target for you? I think so. I think my... F- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mate, you've thrown a spare in the works with Reese Walsh. I mean, I might actually look at him for the run home, but... I think right now my idea was to run Turbo Ponga for the run home, um, but the the Reese Walsh scenario, mate, it might be uh, it might be Turbo Reese Walsh. And just for those that are listening, of course, the Newcastle Knights their run home they play the Broncos round twenty one, the Cronulla Sharks round twenty two, Canterbury in round twenty three, and then they play the Gold Coast Titans round twenty four. Uh, most of these games are played in Newcastle as well. It is it, it's a massive plus, isn't it? And most of them, the Knights will have their full strength side back as well. Like a side that has been decimated by injuries this year. Uh, we see Mitch Pierce come back. We see Callum Pong come back this week. But when those juicy matchups roll around, we definitely will be seeing him in full flight, KP. And obviously, we, we mentioned, mate, KP is a huge plus for Bradman Best. But I mean, six to eight weeks, if we see Bradman Best back for the back end of this season, he's a massive plus for KP as well, isn't he? And that's the reason why I'm maybe considering holding Bradman Best. Like it sounds crazy to hold for five, for six or eight weeks in classic, but I don't have the trades to burn. I don't have the trades to, to take him out and get him back in because he's someone that I do want for that run home. Uh, and that's the reason why I sort of walked the idea of maybe selling him. Uh, if you're in my situation with, with no trades and you've got best, I definitely don't hate the hold. Mate, one more that I'm going to throw at you uh, from, from the guru's side of things. And obviously, uh, we, we're talking Reese Walsh as a potential option there. If Dallin Wateni Selesniak makes this move to the Warriors, a guy with a heap of base stats and the way that Reese Walsh is playing, you know, you obviously just mentioned pairing Caelan Ponger and Bradman Best. If Dallin was to make the move over there, would you consider him? Mate, I, I've considered Dallin regardless. Um, 
even in a poor, poor, poor looks, like he's been the shining light. Him and Jake Avrilo, I think. So him going to a better attacking side than the Warriors, I think that's going to stamp his case even more. And uh, looking into next year, I think Dallin Tellings Lesnack will be a great option if he's a dual position uh, center wing as well. So uh, who knows what the future holds. For me, I'm, I'm holding off until that move is confirmed. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a fantastic pod shout. You're going to get a big edge on the competition that's not going to own you either because uh, I guess it's not a, a marquee name, is it? No, for sure. And I, I think people underappreciate just how good Dallin Watani's Lesniak is, especially super coach wise He just eats up those base stats. And the way that he returns a football, mate, there's tackle breaks. There is offloads galore there for him. He's a really solid super coach player. Mate, moving to another really solid fella. And obviously Ryan Pappenhausen, another uh, head knock victim over the last few weeks. But it's given Nico Hines a big opportunity. Uh, it's given him a big opportunity to play some good footy, make some big money. He has been really impressive the last few weeks. Is it time for him to go soon? Mate, I'm I'm hope I'm just as a non Nico Hines I'm just waiting for the for the poor score. It's just not coming, is it? Week in, week out, he's just providing. Look, what is what is the best case for Nico Hines? I mean, he moves to to center. Are you happy to hold a guy that's 900k in the centers with 150 break even? I think we cut the losses on him. Uh, move on to to. I'm assuming a lot of people aren't playing Nico Hines at fullback, so they're not going to be bringing in one of these marquee guys. But there's plenty of center wings that we've touched on today, who I think the cash can be used phenomenally. He's 880k, so you pair him up with another sell, you'd be able to bring in two fantastic options. You'd be able to sell um, Charlie Staines and, and Nico Hines and bring in two absolute guns, in my opinion. And mate, to be honest with you, I don't think Hines will get a um, a center role in this side. I think he will go back to the bench and he'll play his role there. Do you, do you, do you think he's a genuine chance to play in the centers? As a draft owner, I really, really hope so. Um, as a classic. I guess uh, death rider. I, I really hope not. I'm, I'm I'm conflicted, but as I said, if he does get the center spot, you're paying 900k for a, a center. Uh, it's just way too much, in my opinion. He'll be playing on that right hand side as well, which is not the Addo Car Olam side. So I'd be happy to to sell him. But who knows? But Bellamy's done weirder things. I mean, Nico Hines is a fantastic footballer. We may see Nico Hines fall into the Freddie Fittler fullback mold as to how Freddie used Tommy Turbo. I mean, that'd be a fantastic option for the Storm as well to have them play on on both sides, pairing up with Pat. That'd be very, very explosive, wouldn't it? Fuck, could you imagine if they did that? Good God. <laughs> Just call the competition now, I think. Mate, you'd have three of the top probably seven best fullbacks in the game running around in that one side. It would be unreal. Mate, let's dive into uh, VC and captain options this week. And the first game of the week, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they take on the Brisbane Broncos. So Alex Johnson, Cody Walker, two guys that I would be looking at for a VC. And whilst South Sydney, they're not playing at home, I reckon they're better off playing at Suncorp, a dry track up there. It could be anything for the Rabbitohs. Yeah, this one's got the Trail Mitchell written all over it, doesn't it? Uh, I think if you're in Cody Walker, I'd be putting the VC on him as well. Uh, as you did last week, Alex Johnson, who knows? He could be in for a Josh Haddock car field day scoring six tries, mate. And obviously, mate, the Penrith Panthers, they take on the Sydney Roosters. Uh, as far as, you know, Matty Burton and as far as Nathan Cleary goes, Jerome Lewis, these sort of guys, what are you thinking with this game? The reason why I didn't sell Matt Burton this week is because he has a, an okay break even. I'm happy to leave him on the bench to make one more bit of price rise before selling him. I'm not confident to play him. If I'm not confident to play him, I'm not confident to captain Jerome Lewis. Cleary could be a VC option if you've got no one from the Rabbitohs Broncos or the Cowboys Sharks. Uh, but apart from that, I wouldn't be putting the orange armband on them. And, mate, obviously, Nico Hines plays this week against the West Tigers, unfortunately for you. Uh, is he a guy that should be considered as well? Oh, I'd be throwing the kitchen sink at this game. Uh, I think Nico Hines is probably the standard option. Uh, maybe 4 or 5 o'clock, 4 or 5 on Sunday, sees Tommy Turbo take on the Titans. That's probably the only other captain option that, that rivals that. But 
uh, Gutho as well. Like we've just got fullbacks galore coming out of our ass for for captain options. Like Eels take on the Bulldogs, as you said, Heinz takes on the Tigers, Turbo takes on the Titans. I think uh, you put those three names in a barrel and, and you put your hand in and pick a random one. You're not going to be doing too bad, are you? Mate, I was just scrolling through the games this week thinking how good the options were. Then I got to that last game. Fuck. Tom Trevojevic against the Titans up there on the on the Gold Coast, a dry track as well. That a week could off be as anything. well for Turbo. Oh, mate, it is terrifying, isn't it? Uh, if, you, if you're coming up in a head-to-head game and you see the opposition has the captaincy on Turbo, you're sitting there shitting bricks, aren't you? Oh, mate, honestly, it would be impressive if you picked a bad captain this week, wouldn't it? Mate, the way I've gone this year, don't say that. I'll back you in. Don't worry. Mate, uh, thank you for joining us once again. Sensational talk, some Supercoach catch-up on the week. Uh, look forward to catching up with you in round 16, mate. No worries, mate. I will, uh, I'll be down in the bottom 50K with, uh, with all the mere mortals compared to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 